relationships. They can be very beautiful and they can also be quite challenging. But one thing they should never be is unhealthy. Please join me and relationship counselors Mark and Laura Cheers as we discuss matters in singlehood, marriage, and ways not to be fooled in a relationship. You don't want to miss this episode, so please stay tuned. That's good. And I know I know this is helping somebody out there. Thank you for that. I want to touch on some um, questions for the married folks. We don't want to leave you guys out. And you actually touched on it a little bit already. But I will say this. We serve a God of order. Order. Mm-hmm. God instituted an order. And that is that the man is the head and the woman was created to be his helpmate. Right. Am I right about it? Definitely right about right. it. And God didn't just institute this for the Old Testament and the New Testament, but this is for today as well. Even though this, preach. even though this is a new day, mm-hmm. it's for today as well. I don't believe God changed His mind or nope. anything. Amen. So, can you please break down what does it mean um, that the man is the head of the household? Because you got these women now; they got their careers. And some of them are making more money than the man. Right. You know, they're not at home anymore with the kids. You know, no shade to the ones who are. We know there's some career women out there mm-hmm. doing their thing. Their CEOs are doing their thing. So what does it mean for that the man is the ho- the head of the household and the woman is the help me? Some people, That's I think, right. really don't know what that means. Right. So can you break mm-hmm. down what that means? Oh, excellent, excellent question. And so I'll cover from the male perspective, and I'll let Laura cover it from the female's perspective. But when it comes to that, because I believe, like you you said, people don't really know. They get it confused because there's really no handbook Mm -hmm. that we can just look at and make us the perfect husband. Now, we do have the Bible as a reference. So the Bible is a good reference for us if we're going to become the head of the house or true head of the house. I'll start with things that a head of the house are not. First, a head of the house is not someone who just says that this role is in the Bible. Let me start there. They say that this is in the Bible. Now, that's the only verse in the Bible that they know. That's a problem because if that's the only verse in the Bible that you know, you don't know how to be a good head outside of what you've seen in, in secular circumstances in the secular world. And so as the head of the household, it is my responsibility to make sure that this roof is over my family's head. I'm supposed to make decisions that benefit the family, mm-hmm. that, that, that everybody is healthy, everybody is whole, that there's no brokenness in my home. And that's what the true head of the family is supposed to do. When you look at the first head of the family, uh, naturally in humans, you have to look at Adam. He was the first head of the family and uh, he provided for his spouse. So we get it a little messed up today because as you mentioned, 
a lot of times women, especially in African-American community, are making more money than their spouses. But money is not the determination right. of who is the head of the house. That's right. Because money comes and goes. Mm -hmm. And if somebody comes to that house, it just says somebody comes to the house to rob that house. That man is the first line of defense for that home. Right. And God made it that way. Mm -hmm. God put it that way. And so it's not to downplay, never to downplay the role of a woman. Because I believe that that two together is the most powerful dynamic in the world. Yes. That's why the enemy fights so hard against it. He fights so hard against marriage because one will chase a thousand, and this is the scripture, two will put ten thousand to flight. When man, when two, when two people come together as one, you become a powerful entity naturally and spiritually. And so as a husband, I have to assume my role, even if I didn't have a good role model. I have to assume my role. Now, a lot of times there's not a good role model in the house. I just want to cover this real quick mm -hmm. for my brothers who say I didn't have a father. I never saw what a good father or a good husband looks like because my mother had multiple men in the house or she had no man in the house. The thing that you do know is that you know how it made you feel. You know the things that you wanted. Now, this is natural. This is God's spirit dealing with you. When you know what I wish life would have been like, you know what you wish things would have been like. And so if you can wish it, you can be it. So the things that you wished for in your life, these are the things that you ought to strive to become as the head of the household. As the head of the household, you're not an overlord. So if, if, if my wife doesn't agree with me, I don't go in the room and slam the door. Now I'm mad and the house is in an uproar. We have to learn how to converse with each other. Because if I don't take her advice, I limit her role as being a help, help. to me. Right. How can she help me if I don't trust what she says to me? Right. And so I have to have faith and confidence and that the thing she's telling me is, is to bless our household. And the Bible talks about a good woman, how she buildeth up her own house. I'm going to stop right there because I'm getting into your role. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So the Bible does say that a wise woman, she builds it up, but the foolish woman plucks it down with her hand. Mm -hmm. So in terms of uh, perspective of being a wife, you're to be the help meet. There is no... Like, like he was saying, because um, I know we, we do live in a society where he mentioned where a lot of times in our community, the black woman is really making the money. So a lot of times that can cause some type of uh, dissension between mm -hmm. the house. Uh, it could be, you know, a husband may be feeling some, some type of way, but nevertheless, he's still that head. He's still the one that... We converse where decisions have to be made and you put your, your input, your thought, but that final decision, that man is, is to make that final decision. And, and, and you're praying, Lord, let him make the right decision because it affects the whole house. Helping one another, working together, right. one another. You have to be um, wise. Build up your husband. 
in the areas where you see that maybe he's weak or or falling short, that's where you you push and build him and, and push him up. You know, celebrate, do whatever is necessary till the Lord open the door where eventually, you know, what where he needs to be, he will be. Um, I was thinking when when we first got married, I think I was making more than you, right? And um, the Lord turned things around. I mean, way way he's been making more than me for a long time now, <laughs> but. It didn't start out that way, mm -hmm. you know. So sometimes everybody's uh, story is not the same. You don't you don't always start off in a relationship where the man is making the most. So don't never get caught up in little things that could cause your home to be have dissension in it. Because some things they're not important. As long as you're together and you're working together and you both have that common goal to have a a healthy home, a prosperous home, building. So that everything in that home is well. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to put it in a grade level, when you look at school, you have, because a relationship can work with two people working together. Right. But now you can have, say if you have an A and then you get an F, your grade combined is a C. So you want to get with somebody who matches your intensity. As she mentioned, I didn't make as much money as she did in the beginning, but I was not comfortable where I was. So there was always that drive that I had I had an A drive. I didn't have an F drive. And so um, by pushing to become an A, we end up with an A-plus relationship. Mm -hmm. But if you get somebody, you an A, and you marry an F, it can work. But you're going to have a C relationship. And a C is just making it. You want to have an A relationship. That was good. I enjoyed that. Thank you for that. Um, I want to ask this, this last question. You all have been so awesome in this interview. What are the ingredients for a strong, solid marriage? And you guys already kind of touched on it. But, you know, we live in a day where marriage is kind of like a joke. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, some people they just get married just so they can put it on social media and, and right. show. But marriage is instituted by God. It's holy. It's sacred. It's all of those things. And Say it. People, I just think people don't know what are the ingredients for a strong, solid marriage to make it last. So you all are celebrating 29 years of marriage. I commend you yes. for that. On next month, can you please give us some ingredients? on how we can have a strong, healthy, solid marriage. This is some good stuff. I can't <laughs> wait to listen to this. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you want to start? You... Uh, well, one is definitely trust. Trust. Um, you can go real far when you trust one another. Because um, it's nothing like you going out the house, try to come back. Where you been? What you been doing? You know, if you mm -hmm. trust one another and give each other that respect, that's definitely one good ingredient for a relationship. Um, mm -hmm. Love. It's so so many things. It's just like the cake. Now, no just one thing makes the cake. You have so many different things that you different put together. Ingredients. Right. Um, love is definitely one. Because um, the Bible says love um, covers a multitude of faults. So multitude. you love each other um, when... You know, you're um, disappointed because 
in life you have disappointments. In life things are not always the best and the perfect thing. When you when you um, love and have that love, that strong God love that God had intended to be between a husband and a wife, when things happen, you don't fall out of love and oh, I'm leaving, going, going, moving back to my mama's house, or I'm I'm leaving, I'm going to move in with my friend and no, you stay there, you work it out. You you don't just throw throw in the towel and give it up. Because mm-hmm. you love one another and you, you just work together to build you get back to that place where you need to be. Don't let anything come in to separate or divide you. Because you're one. You're one. You all you you one up against the world. Anything out there, you all against that because you're one together. Mm-hmm. Um so I talked about trust, love. What, what do you want to talk about? Mm-hmm. Those are all all good. I was just listening. I was like, Amen, amen. I'm like I'm in church. About to give her an offering up in here. Right. But yeah, you said some very good things, especially about um an institution and that it was given by God. And it, it's a it's something that should be taken very seriously. Even in the wedding vows, it says that you should not enter into it lightly. Mm-hmm. And so when you when you make that decision, you make that commitment. I don't care what that person was in the beginning. Maybe you had arguments in the beginning, but you make this covenant. You have a brand new slate that you're going to start new and fresh. And from my perspective. From my perspective, from the male's perspective, it's my role, it's my job, I'll say my role to cover. Make sure that you cover your spouse. As a husband, make sure that you cover your spouse. As a, as, as a husband, the Bible describes the man as the stronger vessel and the woman as the weaker vessel. We often look at this scripture just to mean that we're stronger physically. We, we, we we're stronger physically and some some will even go as far as to say we're stronger mentally um, I disagree with the mental part we we're, we may be stronger physically our, our the way our bodies are made up the way we put on muscle we're stronger physically but mentally that's a whole different thing because um, I don't believe mentally I would be able to carry a child for nine months and then have another one. <laughs> I would have one child and that would be it. So mentally, I don't know about as far as stronger. But the one part we're stronger in and that we have to make sure that we cover our women is when it comes to emotions. And so we are stronger emotionally because women are more, for the most part, are more emotional than we are. And so my actions shouldn't get her to a point where her emotions are out of control. I shouldn't get to a point where she's in tears because of something that I've said or something that I've done. Now, you just the same point for the women. Women, you got some men that are emotionally weak. And women can pick um, for them apart whatever with reason. Just words. Because you know, we real reason. fast with the words. Real fast with the words. Yeah, That's nah. when the strong to the hands come in. <laughs> and the t- you got the Ike and Tina Turner situation. <laughs> You know, the, the law ain't going to say what you said to him because you got freedom of speech, but you broke him down to the very last compound. And his response, only response, that I don't condone violence. But you got some folks that are uh, not strong enough mentally to deal with the words that were said to them. And so it's, it's the man's role to cover that woman. And when it comes to trust, um, I'm not looking through nobody's phone. Mm-hmm. So you have to be confident 
enough to know that if something is happening, then if it's meant to be, it'll come to me and I'll know about it. So you have to be confident not to be worrying about, uh, I'm not worried about where she is. Now, they don't mean that you don't have any jealousy. Of course, there's going to always be some jealousy. If you see you at some you at some place and she ended up in the corner and two brothers talking to her all the time, you're going to come over there and say, hey, what's going on? And vice versa. But mm -hmm. I'm not going to be so jealous that I come over there like the Real Housewives of Atlanta throwing drinks in people's face <laughs> and ready to hit somebody upside the head. No, because I'm an adult and I know how to communicate and, and I know what I have. Yes. At home, mm -hmm. I know that when it's said and done, when it's all over, she's coming back to my house. Man, that was good. I want to thank you, Mark and Laura. Cheers for giving us so much wisdom and knowledge in this area of relationships. I've learned a whole lot today, and I'm sure you guys have too. So please, again, share this episode with somebody. I'm sure many of you were blessed by today's episode. So thank you so much for listening. And we're going to ask Elder Mark Cheers, if he does not mind, to say a quick little prayer for the ones who may be struggling in relationships. Maybe they're in an emotional affair. Maybe they're dealing with a soul tire, you know, those things. And so we can just say a prayer for them. Amen. I do not mind at all. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you and we glorify you. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to share on MJ Faves broadcast. And we thank you, God, that whatever we spoke, that it would be a blessing to someone. Lord, there's somebody that hears this broadcast and they're struggling in an area and they need some help. Whether it's a soul tie or whether they, are, uh, uh, they need to get out of somewhere, they're in a vulnerable situation. I pray that you would touch them, God. Deliver. Find them where they are, Lord, and help them. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that relationships would be strengthened because of this. Relationships that were weak or that were falling apart, we pray, God, that something was said that will be a blessing and will bring them back together, that will solidify them, that will strengthen them in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray against the spirit of divorce. We pray, God, that marriages would last and would be strong, that commitment would be stronger than ever in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we even thank you that you're looking on our single people, God, that you bless male and female, that they would find the good thing that is out there for them, that the soulmate that you have for them does exist. God, don't let them settle, but bless them with the thing that you intended. God, I pray that they would meet somewhere, somehow, make a way, let them find each other, God, and we pray that you'll bring them together as one. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you again for being here, Mark and Laura. Cheers. And again, you can stay connected with us on social media. We are on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. And I want to leave you with this. Whether you are male or female, you need to take on this attitude of I shall not be fooled. Life is too short and you are too valuable to be in a relationship that is just not healthy for you. You don't need to stress. You don't need your time wasted. So let the Lord heal you of any broken relationships and let him bless you with the right one. I don't know about you, but I want to be in a happy relationship that will change my life.